When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. The best part of this current scheme, the possibly previous schemes with this team you didn't have, what, what do you like the most about what you're seeing from this team? There, there's nothing that stands out particularly. Uh, uh, you know, I think... So many offenses, there's there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of carryover. It's really just a new way to, to call it. It's a different language to really say the same thing. And so you're, you're learning a new language just as much as you're learning a new system. Um, and that's really where the studying has to happen. So much to unpack. So much to unpack. Let's, um, oh my God. That's the first time I've actually seen that clip. I read the quotes. That's the first time I've seen the body language in the clip. First thing to unpack, Kirk Cousins hates you. <laughs> That's so unfair. Just he does absolutely, not like you. Absolutely that, hates you. And he should. I'm not saying that, like, that you know, you've been, so and I have unfair. been critical. But I think he also, when you're asking that question, he can only think back to you asking him about the COVID vaccination stuff from last year. And then he's... He goes off about the plexiglass or whatever. Like, oh, he just that he question, despises you. Oh, that, that question that I lobbed that softball. I mean, that layup softball that I lobbed at him on Tuesday had a multitude of possible responses to be like, "This is I love the system. I, I sort of played it in Washington, and it's going to be familiar." And oh my gosh, everything. Um, he might hate me, but I. I gave him a layup. You did. Like, and, I and was he missed, Luca to Wiggy. He missed the layup, and we'll get to it in, in just a second here. This is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. 60-plus years of Vikings football. Let's just get one. How about one? Just oh, put wow. one on the board. <laughs> see what like happens. That, it sounds like that slogan might be making its way around the um, How about t- that? Around town. Yeah, Quasi, and we can maybe pull some of those clips for, for tomorrow's show, but Quasi was on Pro Football Talk Live, or I think it might have been like a pre-recorded interview with Mike Florio, yeah. Yeah. and he referenced that somebody gave him a Before I Die t-shirt. Yep. We got we to gotta, we gotta get a merch wing going here at Score North. We've dabbled before, but... We'll do a pop-up shop at some point this summer. And great. a patent, too. Yeah, well, it might be too late for that. Yeah, it's already floating around. <laughs> Get the lawyers involved. Um, so uh, the show is presented by Surly Brewing Company and TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed, 
an AI-powered 50-megapixel uh, pixel triple camera system and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision. Booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. All right. Kirk Cousins spoke a couple days ago. Uh, you asked him several different questions here. Can we actually just play that first one one more time? Sure. Because I don't I, – let's just start there. This – this answer is why Kirk Cousins drives me nuts. People ask, what do you hate about Cousins? Yeah. This right here. Go ahead. What's the best part of this current scheme that, that possibly previous schemes with this team you didn't have? What, what do you like the most about what you're seeing from this scheme? There, there's nothing that stands out particularly. Uh, uh, you know, I think so many offenses, there's, there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of carryover. It's really just a new way to, to call it. It's a different language to really say the same thing. And so you're, you're learning a new language just as much as you're learning a new system. Um, and that's really where the studying has to happen. So, so, so he's saying the offense we've seen with the Vikings the last two years, the Kubiak offense, and the, the way that Clint Kubiak had things structured and molded himself last year too that there's really no discernible difference between that and what Sean McVay and Kevin O'Connell were running in Los Angeles. The fact that those guys were targeting wide receivers at a much higher clip, the fact that those guys were running 11 personnel and three wide receiver sets much more often than the rest of the league. We're just, oh, every, all the offenses are just kind of the same. It's just a different language, and uh, you know everything's pretty much the same. What is he saying? What is he talking about? What? So... I've got a theory about exactly that, but um, like you go, go and play, more, keep play, playing clips. Okay. Let's go through more clips because I've got <laughs> okay. a theory, I've got a theory about what's transpiring here um, okay. that I came to a- after my question. All right, here's here was Kirk on change. This is what Kirk Cousins says about change. Like, like the scheme is going to be f- fundamentally different than w- what you guys did in 2021, if I'm not mistaken. So it's it, it goes beyond just the code words and the words. I, it certainly does, and I think, you know, 18 to 19 it changed, you know, going from the system we ran to then having Kevin as the OC and Gary Kubiak's influence, and then in 21 it changed, you know, when you have some, some changes with the staff. And so there's always that evolution and of change, um, but certainly there are elements that are different, but there's only so much you can change. I mean, at the end of the day, you do have sort of these, these staple foundational pieces that are pretty consistent across the league. So here's my theory. What's he's like, he's just downplaying all of this. Yeah, he did. Uh, So my theory is this. So like there could be a theory that, well, I mean, he doesn't want to talk too much about the scheme and it's going to be different because, you know, you don't want to give away any trade secrets. And that's definitely a football thing, but I don't think that's it in this case. And it's May 26th. So I'm going to try and contain myself a lot right now. Like I, I don't want to, I don't want to start down this path in May. Um, (laughs) Because I mean, I mean, you spent the of, you spent the last five months kind of coming down from yeah, exactly right, a decompressing. Okay. So, so like I've tried to, I've tried to take the proper meds for for my uh, what I would describe right now as cousinsitis. So I'm trying to just stay down. <laughs> but um, so from the two responses that you guys or that Declan just played, here's my theory, and I, I'd be curious if you guys agree or not. I feel like Kirk, and this is one of the things that bugs me about Kirk, because remember, my fundamental problems with Kirk are not the physical things. Like, I don't think, oh, my God, he can't throw that pass, or, oh, my God, he's not good at that. I I think he's, you know, a thousand times he's a good quarterback. But I feel like Kirk is always trying to be very calculated, and I think he's a smart dude, in 
managing the expectations of how much uh, blame he can take if things go wrong. And I feel so, so like, I feel like the ordinary response from a guy who has uh, basically gotten his coach back and supposedly Kirk got up and said, Kevin O'Connell's my guy. And Kevin O'Connell said, I, oh, absolutely. I've worked with Kirk. I feel the ordinary response to that press conference would be an excitement of, oh, I'm getting to work with him again. And, you know, you don't give away secrets, but you're like, this is going to be great. And oh, oh, look, I mean, I saw the Rams and I thought to myself, that'd be great. That would be the response I would give, and that would be the response I would expect. But I think Kirk likes to manage the expectations. And I almost feel like on May 24th, and this sounds crazy, but on May 24th, I feel as if Kirk is trying to already create this distance. So if it doesn't go well, it's not, oh, he knew the offense and is screwing things up. And this is why I always come back to, I think it's very important to talk about Kirk from a how well do you know him standpoint, not a can he do this athletically standpoint. That's my theory. Let's play one more clip. Let's play one more clip. We got one more. I don't, I don't know what it is, but let's just play. Yes, uh, about the tension from Mike Zimmer now to KOC and Kirk. Oh, this, oh yeah, okay. So real quick. Definitely. So this is so – I, I did read this quote, but we'll hear. So you, it's very obvious, very obvious that Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins did not see eye to eye. Correct. Period. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's public. It's, I mean, it's even apparent in just the fact that, oh, now in year four, we're going to meet for the first time once a week and it's going to be like pulling teeth. And now he's got this relationship. Both guys rave about each other. KOC, Kirk Cousins, right? It is, there is no denying it's fundamentally different, the relationship here. Okay. I've always been somebody who, cares about how things go and as a result has butterflies going into it and so you you don't have to believe me but I'm sitting up there drawing plays we have about a 45 minute break before practice and I'm sitting in the quarterback room just drawing plays and I'm got butterflies in my stomach to go to practice I mean there's still a tension uh you know you're being filmed you're being evaluated you're uh trying to take another step as a player and and so you always have a deep care and concern for what you're doing. And as a result, there, there you feel that tension in a good way. And so I don't think that'll ever go away. And I, and I think, uh, you know, it, it's never needed to come from a coach. So, and that, that was a little bit of a different clip than I, than I thought it was going to be, but he's essentially, he's downplaying what he's doing throughout these clips is he's downplaying the excitement of a new era of a new offense, right? It's not really right. that different of a scheme. Everything's right. kind of the same. It's just a different language. I think what drives me nuts here is I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt this off season. I have also come down from my cousin's itis. Okay. This team's going to be better. He's got the coach that he wants. They found a right guard. That's an actual professional. He's got weapons. The defensive scheme and personnel should be better and different than last year, right? Like, I am trying to buy into this new era right. that's still led by Kirk Cousins. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's one of the 15 best quarterbacks in the world. Uh-huh. I don't think he's a bad guy. He's just uninspiring. He just has zero charisma or ability to get up there. Hey, here we go. OTAs, baby. I'm going to command this room right now, and I'm going to tell you guys why this is a great thing for Vikings football and how excited we are. Like, this is your chance to your teammates, to your coaches, to the fans, to the media. Yes, love the fact that Kevin O'Connell is here. We don't have to dump on the old guy. We had some, we won some games. We won a playoff game there, too. But 
Um, boy, I'm not going to get into the details of the scheme, but I really feel good about what we're running. And instead, he's just like, oh, well, you know, it's just kind of, you know, there's just sort of different ways to, you know, like, you're going to be led by that? Right. By that, like when people question his leadership, it's not being pulled out of thin air. Okay, we by the way, we hear anecdotes. You've covered the league. I've covered the league. But if you can't see it, this is it right here. These clips that we're playing for you. Right. This is your chance of, as the leader of the franchise. If Tom Brady and Joe Burrow are the hosts of a party, Kirk Cousins is the coaster under your drink. Like that's what you're getting with these clips right here. He is a plain potato chip. He is flavorless soda water. Hmm? Give me something, dude. Give me just give me some excitement, some personality, some just something, some gravitational pull. You know, right. he just ah, it, it, that's what drives me nuts. So, uh, for, uh, first of all, the last clip that we just played was my question, but it was the third question in a row about the change of the environment. There, okay. Chris Thomason asked back to back, and then so I basically and. Chris asked good questions that, again, Kirk sort of, I mean, he's expert, Bob and Weave, man. This guy could box. Um, by the third question, I said, yeah, but, I mean, we know things were tense here last year. We know that, you know, you and Mike, that, and I think I phrased it as, Kevin and you certainly talk more than you and Mike did. I mean, newsflash, that's shocking. Yeah. And that was his response, was to turn the question on its ear and tell me, I'm always nervous. I'm all, Dude, that has nothing to do with the question. I said, are things better? Um, when you say he's a good person, here's where I will, here's where I will uh, throw a little bit of cold water on that. Well, I didn't, I said, I don't think he's a bad guy. Bad guy. Okay. I think he, well, I think he's a very calculated guy though. And I'm telling you everything that he said about Kevin O'Connell's offense, I thought distanced himself. It was as if Kevin O'Brien or Kevin what whatever who he had never met in his life was installing an offense like it wasn't like I know the offense I've played for this guy I really like this guy we're about the same age uh this is going to be great it was this whole thing of well I mean all the offenses are sort of the same and blah 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 basically saying because if it fails it ain't my fault um just to bring this also in the appearance that we discussed where Quasi Adolfa Mensa went on pro football talk um, and was asked about Kirk. One of the things that, that he said, and I think the appearance was made yesterday. So this is very much uh, mm -hmm. goes into what we're talking about for this week. One of the things that he said is we called Kirk in and we're partners. Like we are going to be partners here, which is a thousand percent. Correct. The quarterback is a partner. Did any response that you guys just heard strike you as a guy who believes that his name is on the law firm? Because I don't feel that way. No, that's a that's a great way of putting it. It 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 feels like he's he is trying to distance himself from the new scheme, from what I just heard, and from all the other stuff that yeah you know, I just have, have read through all the the quotes and stuff too. He's not. It doesn't feel like he wants an ownership stake in this. It feels like, hey, I'm a mercenary. I get paid what I get paid, and I'm gonna. I'm. I just work here. I'm. I will run. I will learn the language. I will use my flashcards, and uh, and yeah. I, it, he's not a driving force of leadership, of culture, of winning in his career. He's not gonna lead you to a four win season. He's too good for you to be four wins. Yes. But when but when we talk about what is what is the missing chip? Why are his teams five hundred? He's one of the top six passer ratings of all time. You look at the list of the top fifteen that we've talked about on the show. 
The other 14 quarterbacks are all well above 500. In some cases, 50 to 100 games above 500. And he's 500. Why? Well, defense. It's defense. Well, it's it's offensive line. It's it's this. It's that. And there's some components there. Yeah, have have was Peyton Manning lucky to have Jeff Saturday for a decade? Absolutely, absolutely. Did Peyton Manning make Jeff Saturday better through leadership, through communication, through culture setting? Yes. And people don't look at it the other way around. It's like we look at all the reasons that the team holds Kirk back. When you pay a guy the third most money to the cap, I need a guy that is making everyone else around him better, taking ownership. Even with the media, like it's, I don't know, man. There, there's a there's a certain quality you need to have as a quarterback. It's the host of the party quality. It's the Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, gravitational pull, charisma quality. quality. Yep. Yep. Not the, well, you know, I mean. Uh, like, like the scheme is going to be f- fundamentally different than w- what you guys did in 2021, if I'm not mistaken. So it's, it, it goes beyond just the code words and the words. I, it certainly does, and I think, you know, 18 to 19 it changed, you know, going from the system we ran to then having Kevin as the OC and Gary Kubiak's influence, and then in 21 it changed, you know, when you have some, some changes with the staff. And so there's always that evolution and of change, um, but certainly there are. He's just. <laughs> but man don't you hear so it? Much, it's calculated, though, because no. do you know what? So here's where he's smart. Like, here's where I give him full credit. He's taking my question and very, very sort of subtly, but not speaking to his followers, which which are the people who say it's not Kirk's fault. Here's why. Kirk's giving them. Look the at answer. all these changes. Oh, see, it changed again exactly. here. And it Kirk's changed again here. Kirk's telling his followers through me. So he's basically, I'm being used. He's taking my question and spinning it to what he wants his followers to think. But that's why we fall into the the um, the mass of Kirk fans who are like, well, you guys, it's not Kirk's fault. He told us it's not his fault. Like we hear we hear it and get frustrated. The Kirk followers hear the same thing and think, oh, oh, okay, don't expect too much from him. Don't expect it's not his fault. It's a genius ploy of basically taking people who want to follow Kirk and, and Kirk telling them from the mountaintop, here's, here's a problem. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh it's Tell so them. weird. It's so it's, it's a, it's hard to even kind of fully nothing. explain. Like, I'm, I'm sorry to keep, we'll, we'll move on here in just a second, but I just, this clip again. Is, What's the best part of this current scheme that, that possibly previous schemes with this team you didn't have? What, what do you like the most about what you're seeing from this team? There's nothing that stands out particularly. Uh, uh... Think about that answer for a second. Yeah, he, and maybe some of it's just he just hates you, and so he says yeah. he just doesn't want to like give you but an. Lay- could, some of it could be that he just doesn't want to really. Layup. But he hates. It doesn't matter. He hates you. I'm giving him a layup, right? But I'm trying. That's an olive branch question. Yeah, like, yeah. He dude, doesn't want to take your olive you, branch. Tell me what you love. I mean, I, but like, but like, let's take put that aside for a second. You are asking. Hey, everyone's excited about the new scheme is kind yeah. of the tone of your question, right? Everyone's excited about the new scheme. Praise Kevin what, O'Connell. Uh, what, what do you like best about the new scheme? And you did say compared to the old scheme, and athletes hate doing the comparison. Like, they don't want to throw other right. people under the bus. But, you know, if I could if I could take him to media coaching class, and I will tell you, anecdotally, a few years ago, I think it was after Kirk's first year, Yep, there, was, there were conversations behind the scenes between the Vikings and media and stuff just that I, I won't go too far into detail, but 
Kirk was kind of flabbergasted at some of the criticism. And and so the Vikings reached out to some of the media members and said, hey, what? What's what's he doing wrong? Or like what's why 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 is he's trying to be a nice guy at these press conferences? Why are people perceiving it differently? And so he does think about he thinks about how his words land. Like he's not oblivious to it. Of um, he does. But when 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 you ask a question like that, hey, yeah, what's what would you like best about the new scheme? Maybe he doesn't like the fact that you're trying to get him to compare it to the old scheme. But that's easy. You could easily say, listen, you know, we had some success with the old scheme too, right? Exactly. And we put up a lot of points. And so, you know, I don't, I don't want to denigrate the old scheme, but let me tell you a couple of things about what I really like here so far. Kevin has and, brought. And it, and it, hold on one second. And it, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it wasn't even that he said, I don't want to talk strategically about the scheme, which I would understand too. I, I guys, I just really don't want to get into the details. We're trying to keep the, keep the, you know, how the sausage is made hidden. He's telling you unenthusiastically and uninspiringly <laughs> there's really nothing discernible that i can put my finger on that i really like best about this scheme what there's no, there's nothing nothing at all whatsoever that you're excited about with this scheme or you're lying it's just it's weird it's so weird sorry i think it's calculated i think it's calculated and look i mean you could have just said you know kevin has brought um ideas i mean you could have said too when i said or what thomason said what's changed just generally what's changed you know breath of fresh air here mike was great had success but like these guys are just fantastic i love working with them like he had the opportunity to praise them up and down he could have totally deflected anything about spielman or zimmer and praised o'connell and quasi and anybody else up and down and said you know the new coaching staff just fantastic wes is a great guy yeah but he doesn't think out he doesn't think that right. big peter but Le- leaders think about that. Great right. leaders are thinking about the tribe. It's we have, uh, okay. This is my chance, whether I hate the guy that asked the question or not. This is my chance to set a narrative and agenda and to and to speak on behalf of the entire organization. He doesn't think that big. He's not so, that type of thinker, right? But what makes that so interesting is Quasi admitted that they all have sat down and met, and that that he's been told by the power structure at the Vikings, we Kirk, we want to be partners here, like we want you in, and he essentially, I mean, I'm convinced he is setting it up so if it doesn't go well, his followers will say, well, of course, I mean, he told Judd that buffoon he, that it wasn't going to go well. What do he, they call in, in crew? You know, the rowing things. You got the. Who's the who's the one that sits up on the top and like guides everyone? What do they call that? The crew. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I have yeah. zero idea what you're. What you're oh yeah, yeah. I, I know. Well, you guys know have seen like like about. the boat yeah. racing, right? The guy uh, who was who sits at the head of Captain? it and, and directs the coxswain, right? There's the cox. The coxswain. Okay. In the world. Uh, so so you got the you got the the rowers who are being told what to do and where to go, and then yep. you got the. Yep. That's what he he wants to be a rower. Yes, he wants to be a rower, and that's fine. You need a ton of rowers on a football team, but this team has lacked the coxswain. Yep, that's what they need. Well, but he doesn't want to be the rower who's blamed for. So if things go wrong, he doesn't like. He doesn't want that heat. He doesn't want that steam. That's what's interesting about this. Like, and it's not hard when when you watch a practice as simple as an OTA. It's not hard to pick up on the guys who are taking charge and the guys who are following. Like Justin Jefferson just takes charge. Works his ass off, takes charge, gets in guys' faces, not in a bad way, but I mean, he's very vocal about things. Um, Justin Jefferson never sets it up, so if he fails, he doesn't get the blame. Okay, I have one more so, thing anyway. on this, and then we'll we'll okay. shut up. We'll get to what people are saying about the Vikings and random Viking week. But 
Um, actually, this is this can kind of blend in a little bit with what people are saying about the Vikings. Ed Donatel spoke to reporters about the defense, and one of the things he said was, "Our offense has a has cutting edge schemes and formations." People around the league talk about the Sean McVay offensive. You know, I know Sean and Sean is borrowing principles from other coaches before him, but like this is the Sean McVay offensive tree that the Vikings are borrowing equity from. And everyone around the league says it's innovative. It's fast paced. It's about creating mismatches. It's about putting three wide receivers on the field, right? What are people saying about the Kubiak offense in 2022? Not that it's garbage, but certainly not the same praise, right? They're not saying the same thing. So so the football world, including Ed Donatel, who's on the coaching staff, is calling it cutting-edge innovative, right? Mm-hmm. Know that there's a difference between what McVeigh and his disciples are trying to do compared to some of the other offensive coaches. And the quarterback of the team is saying there's really nothing discernibly different. It's just different language, basically. And Kirk did go on to say, I don't think that we have this clip, but at one point he also said, though, that because he, he was asked about how things were in Washington when, when he was there with McVay. And then I believe his quarterback's coach was KOC for one season. And, and at that point, Kirk said, yeah, you know what? A lot has changed since then, man. I mean, a lot of this is different again, sort of allowing himself the luxury of, if it does not work well, I had to learn he's, he is setting this as I am learning an entirely new scheme. Because we all were like, again, hey, you know, you sort of ran this, right? And he's like, the thing in Washington, it's a long time ago. It's come a long way. Partially true, but you would expect more excitement about the fact that you're now in this, like, to use Donatello's word, cutting-edge offense, which is really cool. Everything about him is a guard against a mistake. His quarterback ethos in in the book that he wrote several years ago is about – trying to avoid mistakes, trying to avoid fault, right? He just, he wants, he wants to avoid mistakes, avoid fault. And I think you're right. I think your read is right when he talks about, oh, you know, it's, it's really a lot of like, I'm using flashcards to learn the language again. It's just a lot to to take on. What he's doing is he's, he's setting it up so that, Hey, just so everyone knows, this is a huge change. This is a lot to take on as opposed to, oh yeah, I, I've been in this before and I've worked with Kevin O'Connell before and everything will be fine. Like he's, he's trying to set it up so that if it doesn't go well and this might, this might be subconsciously in some ways too. Yeah. Anyhow, now if you disagree with us, you've probably either stopped listening, but if you haven't hit us up in the uh, purple daily YouTube comment section, let's uh, let's talk about our friends at underdog here real quick, boys. We have discovered the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports and get a sweat on games, underdogfantasy.com and the Underdog Fantasy app. So as we look ahead to football season, this is the best part, all right? So you do season-long drafts. You draft a full roster of players. And then once the draft is over, no waivers, no trades, no lineup setting. You might be thinking, what? Aren't you screwed if you get injured? Well, you draft a roster, including bench spots. And Underdog will take the highest-scoring players and those are your starters each week. So if a guy goes down with an injury or whatever, you don't have to worry. They'll just take your highest scoring players. No stressing over the day-to-day or week-to-week management. Underdog Fantasy is so easy, Judd can use it. I can't wait for football. It's going to be a blast. 
I seriously can't wait now. Dex, and, Dex is back. in there, you know, on golf tournaments right now. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's putting uh, the, putting the under on Ricky Fowler uh, every time. Ricky yeah. Fowler, I made a I made a WNBA bet the other day. Okay, like I, I'm all in with Underdog. They have a great selection. Of wow. Of it. Look at you. Sign up now with the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, and Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100 in bonus cash. So there you go. You can help us, too, if you sign up with the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R. And maybe while you're uh, perusing through seeing what you should get a sweat on, you can have a beer in your hand, Judd. That'd be kind of well, exciting. And if that's going to be the case, there's only one uh, true beer, and that is anything from our friends at Surly Brewing Company and... In fact, yesterday when I was out shopping, if I if I can show you guys this quickly, I'd like to show you. You know, some folks have pictures of relatives, mom, dad, kids. Well, you know what I do? I stop at the liquor store and I take a picture of. That's right, the latest, the Hop Stop, Surly. The the summer beers are out, and ladies and gentlemen, they're going to be fantastic. And of course, that does include my favorite, which is the Surly Furious. So yeah, Surly Brewing is where it's at. I am proud to talk about them on a daily basis because you know what? They produce a damn good beer, Surly. Amen. All right, boys, what are people saying about the Minnesota Vikings? Ed Donatel, I'll read you the full quote here. I alluded to it a couple minutes ago. Ed Donatel said on Tuesday... One of the great things is the offense we get to see every day. You know, the offense that's pretty much the same, indiscernible from the Kubiak offense. We're going to have to get past this, Phil, and it's going to be tough for both of us. God, dude. I know, uh, but we need to get past this, and I don't know how now. Our offense has cutting-edge schemes and formations, and that helps us get better. What Kevin and Wes have put together, it can only help us get better. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this. Do you think... The Vikings have a cutting edge defense on the horizon as well. We're talking about the cutting edge offense, but do you think the defense has a chance to be cutting edge? Oh boy. Um this season? I don't think so. But here's what I like about defenses in this league across the board. I feel like we're coming closer to and my answer is is I guess sort of yes, and here's why. This league is coming more and more closer to athletic positionless defense. And I say that because of one thing. You will be amazed when training camp starts and you see the majority of linebackers on this team now look like safeties. Like the days of the of the big, hulking, tackling linebacker are going away. They are essentially safeties. So do, do I think the Vikings are inventing this? Absolutely not. Yeah. Do I think that they're adapting to it? Absolutely. And, and with how prolific offenses in this league in what the last five years or so have become i think more and more defensive people are saying it can't be just schemes right it's got to be philosophies and and actually how we develop our players so i think there's a fighting chance that the vikings do have something that's going to appear to be cutting edge but i think it's being adopted far, uh, far more probably by the league as well so it's not just going to be a vikings thing yeah yeah, I think I, I love, I just, there's so many things that if you just ran last season back would be, I think, better organically about the Vikings defense. Like, I just, the amount of points they gave up at the end of the first and second half, I don't think can be replicated. I think it was part incompetence. It was part bad luck. Mm-hmm. Um, there was different factors in play. So I think just naturally, organically, getting some guys back healthy, this defense is going to be better. 
I also think Mike Zimmer lost his schematic fastball and his game-planning fastball the last two or three years. It happens. He's in his mid-60s. You know, when they hired him, he was in his 50s and probably just a little bit more entrenched in what football was in 2012, 13, 14, leading up to when he got the job. Now, it remains to be seen. Ed Donatel is an old dog as well, trying to learn some new tricks, and Mike Pettin is going to be in here. And those guys have not exactly been 1980s Bill Belichick as defensive schemers. But I like the open-mindedness. I like these thoughts that are being floated about running three safeties out there. Um, I love the idea of Daniil Hunter and or Zadarius Smith putting a hand in the grass or maybe lining up as linebackers. You never know. It's going to happen. So they just have so many interesting chess pieces, young and old, to use on defense. And um, whether it becomes cutting edge or not, I guess, remains to be seen. But they've got some players. They've got some players. Eric Kendricks is the most interesting one because they're still not very deep at linebacker. And he is 30 years old now. Right. And PFF had him on a really down season in a lot of different ways last year. Um, so if if he can bounce back and and still be you know close to what he was a couple of years ago, I think it changes a lot for this defense. If not, they're going to have a hard time over the middle, you know, you know, stopping tight ends from catching passes and stopping the run. So I think Eric Kendricks is the piece that we probably aren't talking about quite enough with this defense yet. And my biggest question is is your last one, which is this one: How are you going to stop the run? Because when teams see what you're going to put out there, which is, I think, largely going to be a defense to contain the pass, they're going to run. And the last two years, it's been like a jailbreak. Like, it's been, oh my God, five yards here. I mean, there there was a time in this town where if you tried to basically go through the A-gap, you lost two yards or didn't get one, right? And by the last two years... You're getting four yards here, five yards there. And so that's my biggest question is how are you going to, especially with your defensive tackles, what are you going to do so that when teams see that you are essentially selling out to stop the pass, say, yeah, but we can stop the run too. That That is huge. Yeah. Do you have any other in your little notebook from the last couple of days of OTA observations? Have we Have we pretty much emptied it? From two days ago? Or do you have anything else you want to throw out there before we get to random Viking of the week? No, I think we have. um, I I do think that it's become crystal clear as far as the cornerbacks go, though. Cam Dantzler will have to lose the job. Yeah. So, like, I I don't think you're going to have a cornerback come up behind him. And my guess is this. My guess is Petten and Donatello especially sat down and watched film and said, this guy probably didn't get a, a fair shake. And, you know, Mike's insistence, and I don't know if it's because Rick signed him or what, but Zimmer's insistence on playing Bashad Breland was really weird. Like, that guy was a train wreck. And he wasn't a great guy, so there was, like, no intangible. You know, Pat Pete. Peterson's not the Pro Bowl guy that he was at one time. But you know what? He's solid, and I think he's a stabilizing guy. He's a leader, yeah. yeah. He's a leader, and I. but, I mean, he still gets it, and he's not a train wreck. Breland in every way, shape, and form was a train wreck. And for Dantzler to get like ostracized because of a bad training camp or a couple yeah. things there was a very bizarre thing. I think that's been fixed. And Cam Dantzler, I would be very surprised if he's not your outside right cornerback on opening day against the Packers. Yeah. So, all right, those are Judd's OT observations. Declan, before we get to random Viking of the week here, are we reading too much into and being too hard on Kirk Cousins? 
I don't know if you're being too hard on him because we're, we're pretty clear on how we feel about him most most of the time as his te- during his tenure as a Vikings quarterback. Um, it's just it's frustrating, and I side with you guys to a degree that it's just frustrating that dude. Can you just give us something on here? Like, can you be a little excited that it's a new offense? Like, he doesn't even have to. He doesn't even have to rip someone like Mike Zimmer. Like the Zimmer relationship is over. We're like we are now so past that point. It's five months ago. It's new hires. They've been in the building long enough. They signed you to an extension. They're building an offense around you. Can you give us something about why you're excited to work with Kevin O'Connell or no. work with this new offense? And I heard he was praising BC Johnson too the other day. Like, oh, I really think BC's going to come back from injury and be great. Can you give us something at the podium without just well, it's just it's it's code words. It's the same bull crap he threw out after the 2018 season, dude. Like, <laughs> give us something, man. I love how we turned to Declan to be like, hey, can you bring can you bring a voice no. of reason here? Are we no. being too, and Declan's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get past this because I do not want to expand until training camp now. Being, I know. Like, annoyed or upset. He is who he um, is. Listen, he's a rower. He needs he needs yeah. leaders around him to elevate him. That's and who he him, is. And him th- thinking that I'm a terrible guy is absolutely fine. But you're talking to the fans. Like, I don't think he thinks about that, dude. I don't think he thinks about that. Well, I do think he does. I think he knows he's talking to his fans, and I think he's being very careful to say. He's being divisive. He's being divisive. He's like, the flashcards didn't work. The damn flashcards didn't work. I tried flashcards. They didn't work. Have we gotten Judd started on TikTok flashcards yet? Or is that still uh, that, a project? Be I think i got to come in the office He's got to come that. in the office for that. I'm not, I yeah. am not teaching Judd over the phone. Who's got the cards? Oh, yeah. uh, there's. I mean, we have like enough stationary here to, to do anything we want. I, but so I, I want flashcards. Okay. Like, if I'm going to do yeah, this, I think right, we have I flash flashcards. I, th- I think, and if you want to buy them, you obviously could. I think they're like $3. Here, I'm going to put a flashcard on the screen here on the YouTube channel, okay? Uh, here's a flashcard. On the left is Fat Judd. Oh, my <laughs> God. What's on, the, what's on the right? That would be Skinnier Judd, which, uh, which is still Judd today, and that's thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And ladies and gentlemen, as you look at this picture, you know what? I think the problem with starting weight, weight loss is this thought. What's the point? Like, it's going to take so long, and it's so hard, and it's such a difficult. And you know what? I'll start tomorrow. I'll start next week. Hell, I'll start next month. But Livia. I'm going to tell you right now, they have a plan that made weight loss for me simple. And then here's the best part. I maintained it 40 pounds down. And now you you can join me with their new simple start plan, just $59. You get one-on-one personalized and guided support online. That's right. Or in person from their team of experts and dietitians, Livia.com, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia, L-I-V-E-A. I'm telling you right now, guys, this is the plan for you. And then the best part, maintenance, which means you don't gain the weight back. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. And listen, since we're talking about self-improvement here, okay, don't be bashful. Don't be shy about ED, okay? Valley Park Medical Clinic is dedicated to providing breakthrough ED remedies to men in the greater Minneapolis area. Their approach is medical, but the, the treatments are surgery-free, drug-free, and non-invasive. This team is highly trained. Be a, a problem if they weren't. They work with you in a discreet manner and will make you feel at home. So you can ask any question in a professional and confidential environment. ValleyParkMedicalClinic.com. It is time for the random Viking of the week here on Purple Daily. To this point, Judd has a 25 to 12 all-time lead on Declan. 
Declan, you snapped like a three-month losing streak oh, by God, correctly guessing time. Latavius Murray Latavius last Latavius Murray, week. that was good, Dex. Tay-train. Nice job. Nice job. Tay-train. Um, I, I believe you, you put on um, a, a couple of... ESPN he was, he, shows back in the I, day, I think right? he, Yeah, and I Your think he also uh, was a media good guy award from the media, too. Yes, he's he was a guy. very, very nice man. Thank you, Latavius. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Are you guys ready? Let's do it, dude. Here's the rule. So I'm going to throw out a series of clues one by one. You can jump in and guess at any point. Once you guess wrong for the third time, you wrong. are wrong. 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 eliminated. Wrong. You can ask me questions I can either answer or refuse to answer based on... Uh, or we're at in the game here. Okay. All right. This random Viking of the week originally hails from Indianapolis, Indiana. Indy. <laughs> okay, Stu Gats. <laughs> <laughs> this right. random Viking of the week played college football in the Big Ten. I know that football conference. Mm-hmm. This random Viking of the week was rated as a four-star prospect out of high school by Rivals.com and Scout.com and was the number one player in his state coming out of high school. Wow. This random Viking of the week at the NFL Scouting Combine posted a 4.3-second 20-yard shuttle, a 7.25 three-cone drill, a 111-inch broad jump, a 30-inch vertical, 15 reps on the bench, and ran a 4.7 40-yard dash. 4.7 40-yard dash? A 4.7 40-yard dash. Okay. Yeah. This random Viking of the Week was selected to participate in the Elite 11 quarterback camp. Yeah. That's the Trent Dilfer. Uh, Thank you, me. Quarterback camp. Was that? Would that be a? Is that a high school thing or a college thing? It's it's uh, elite high school quarterbacks. Hmm? I got a feeling it's not a quarterback. NFL coaches include Judd on the scent, or is he? Oh, I think. Tell I, me more. I, I, know, I think I know you. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'm being obvious, just to throw you off. Maybe rarely. it's triple reverse psychology. I do like it, but rarely. His NFL coaches included. Doug Marone, Mike Zimmer, Rob Chudzinski, Adam Gase, and Rex Ryan. Oh, God. It's... This, this random Viking of the week actually went undrafted out of college. Can you give me, his, can you give me the coaches again? Mm-hmm. Mike Zimmer. Uh, yeah, Doug Marone. Mike Zimmer, Rob Chudzinski, Adam Gase, Rex Ryan. This random Viking of the week threw one pass in the NFL. He caught 27 passes. In college, this random Viking of the week liked his chili hot. Oh. 
is chilling you hot. <laughs> and he threw a pass? He threw a pass in the NFL. He did throw a pass. He probably didn't throw it with the Vikings. He did not throw it with the Vikings. This random Viking of the week wore these numbers in the NFL. 47, 48, and 87. This random Viking of the week basically saw his career end with a torn Achilles. Greg Childs? After... No, he went to Indiana. Wait, he went to Indiana. Greg Childs? No, he went to Arkansas. He went to Arkansas. That was a torn, torn knees. Torn ah! Wait, wait, wait. So he Indians basically saw his passes. career end with a uh, torn Achilles? Yeah. Oh, Achilles. Not with the Vikings. And he threw a pass. And, and just to something. be 100% clear on my chili hot clue, this random yeah. Viking of the week's college coaches were Tim Brewster and Jerry Kill. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not Marcus Sherrill's, is it? This I random Viking of the week. Didn't catch a pass. What am I talking about? This ra- <laughs> Jerry. Wait, t- wait, 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 wait. So his college coaches were Brewster and Jerry Kill. Yep. This random Viking of the week was the. Let me go back to this clue here. This random Viking of the Week was the number one player in his state, which means he was the number one quarterback in his state coming out of college. Or coming oh, Marquise out of Gray. Marquise Gray. There yes! it is. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot he even played here. Marquise Gray spent nice a year up. as like a hybrid fullback tight end on the Vikings roster. You know what? I was racking my oh. brain on Gophers. I didn't remember How about that it? One. Dude, he spent, he spent like six, seven years in the NFL. Marquise Gray. Yeah, that's Dolphins, a good run. The Browns, right? Special teams, fullback, tight end. Yeah. Yeah, Chidunsky. God couldn't complete a pass to save his life in football, but oh yeah, in or in college, I forgot I he say. played here. I forgot he was. Yeah, he had a year with the Gophers in 2011. He was the starting quarterback in 2011. He ran for 966 yards and six touchdowns mm. as the starting quarterback that year. He he threw for uh, 1495, only eight touchdowns, eight picks, only 50 percent completion, yeah. but just just a, a wildly talented athlete all around. And made I the conversion. Completely so. forgot about Wow, a two-game winning streak for Dak. Yeah, way to go by Dax, huh? How about that? Random Viking of the Week. Presented right. by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Go ahead, real quick. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, we promised we are going to be more positive. I, we're going to be, you know, I tried. I really did try. I really dude, tried. Dude, it's up to him, man. I be, tried just, to give him softball. Like, dude, was, give us more. Just like, give us some. But I, but I was like on one knee. Like, He's the, how can the, you, if, if you're a Vikings fan and you're trying to be excited, why is he so uninspired? I get that he's coming off a of practice. It's boring practice. It's monotonous. You're 34 years old, whatever. But like, but it's a fresh start. Dude, show Mike's some freaking gone. enthusiasm. He is he is a coaster under your drink. That is his personality. Anyhow, Federated is all about helping business owners. So the uh, Federated Insurance, their corporate culture is grounded in these qualities: equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. And these four cornerstones create the foundation. That supports all interactions and decision-making. Federated Insurance has been around for over 100 years, helping business owners maximize their success. You can find out more at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business, to protect yours. There it is, boys. Purple Daily on this Thursday. We got a four-question Friday tomorrow. Maybe we can hit some more. Quasi was some really interesting stuff with Mike Florio that we can dissect 
Um, and we'll do that on tomorrow's show. Over on Mackie and Judd, Reckless Speculation Thursday. So check that out, too.